after so many long years finally there is a one to finish for ferrari in the form of charles leclerc in first and carlos sainz in second now before the race i would say a lot of people were doubting carlos's ability a lot of people were saying that you know he is probably he was underrated earlier but now he's probably getting into the overrated um section of drivers and yes i would not deny that he's slowly making his way up the ladder his his is still slightly overrated not sorry slightly underrated he but i would not say he is overrated yet okay he's he's kind of like in the middle where he he is just as good he's just as rated as he should be like okay, he's in perfect balance at this point like all drivers should be but coming back to the point here the subject at hand is going to be how did red bull <laughs> get this bad like what even happened here like max okay max had steering issues that that was that was okay that was that was acceptable okay the dude has steering issues the power steering i think is what was creating problems that is what i'm guessing because it if it was a software issue as the commentators as well mentioned in the race if it was software issues it would have been fixed it must be the hydraulic issue and the hydraulics basically mean it, there was some problems with the power steering system the problem is not with the power steering system here the problem is with how these reliability issues from red bull side came out in the first race if something like this had happened in the middle of a season let's say somewhere in montreal or in monaco or in france because france is a very steering heavy circuit okay it the the car you really need to make the car flow through every corner and make a, a good lap time if it had happened anywhere in the season even towards the end of the season i would have agreed that it's not a big deal reliability issues keep popping up and it's not really a, anything wrong i would say reliability issues are very common in f1 for a lot of teams even mercedes a lot of times what actually baffles me is the fact that such reliability issues are popping up in the first race this is actually weird because what are you doing in terms of reliability if your car on the first race of a new era of f1 is sucking what were you doing on this time it begs that big question now apart from that i would say that um on the other hand if you talk about mercedes yes they are struggling because of the engine but the struggle is not that bad the car really proves that it can be fixed a little bit you know some miracles are going to happen throughout the season where somebody either ferrari or red bull is going to face reliability issues where mercedes can shine but not to say that mercedes is going to completely lose this time i still see a glimmer of hope in the team because well they have eight constructor championships they know how to build a car you don't forget how to build a car just across a gap of one month now another thing is that hamilton raced quite well for where he qualified and for where he ended up i would say that it was a quite good race because there was a point in the first half of the race where he was down on 6th or something and then suddenly as soon as verstappen has problems in his steering 
During the safety car situation where the gap is zeroed, Hamilton takes his sweet revenge and just goes for the overtake. To the point that, Mer uh, that Verstappen couldn't actually, I guess, take in all of that because Verstappen was very, very frustrated throughout the last two laps or three laps or four laps since the issue started. Now, if it was a power steering issue, again, I'm just going to say it again for the people in the back that it really proves that Red Bull's reliability is not really that good. You know, you're when before the race, why why were you why, why were you not checking all the parts? The last I checked, I think replacing the power steering hydraulics do not give you a grid penalty. You know, um, if let's say like this is Bahrain, if this something like this would have happened in Monza, okay, and some the anything uh, anything much more serious could have happened. Right. If you think about this in a, in a certain way, then the steering column broke in a, in the middle of a race. Okay, uh, and this was Bahrain. If something like that happens in Monza, or maybe Suzuka, or some other circuit, whatever circuit, high pace circuit, probably Baku, the main straight of Baku, that happens there, you lose your steering. You know you cannot steer anymore. No matter how much you brake, your race is ruined. And if you don't notice that the steering is out it's pretty much you're going to slam onto the wall there can be very very horrendous things that can happen if the steering column breaks and if such things happen if if you know a, 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 a team that has given the world drivers champion actually flunks in these kind of situations I think they're taking F1 a little too lightly you know, Max Verstappen is still Verstappen. He's not Sebastian Vettel. Okay, now let, let's keep that in mind. Coming back to the situation here at hand, Mercedes did quite well, even though I, I expect them to be better. I was wrong in predicting Mercedes, but I did tell you so that Ferrari might become championship contenders. Go back and watch F1 pace predictions. Go back and watch that episode. Sorry, not watch, listen to that episode. Whatever, watch, listen to, whatever, I don't care. Go back to that episode and listen to me say it. I told you that there is a chance Ferrari might actually push for the World Rivals Championship this time. And it definitely looks that the main rivalry is not going to be between Charles Leclerc or Verstappen. It's not going to be between Carlos Sainz or Verstappen. It's going to be Charles Leclerc or Cardo science. It's gonna be an internal Ferrari conflict, which is gonna be pretty awesome. Like I personally see another the next generation of Vettel and Raikkonen in Charles and Carlos. Even though none of them is, you know, as cold or as icy, okay, as the Iceman himself. None of them, none, nobody actually, I think, can come close to being the next Kimi in terms of his behavior and the way he was loved so widely but sure in terms of uh, the teammate teammate relations and you know the way they talk to each other like brothers the way Carlos and Leclerc just hugged each other so tight at the end of the race just tells me that yeah they are, they are like you know they are the next Either it's going to end up like Hamilton versus Rosberg or it can end up like Sebastian versus Raikkonen. You know, it can go either way. 
but I'm really happy for another team. I was wrong with Haas. Okay? Uh like I was kind of I was kind of harsh with Haas. But at the same time, I said it in the VF22 launch video, launch episode, sorry, not video. Why am I saying video? I'm I've been watching too much YouTube lately. The thing is that you know, if you go back to the episode where I discussed the Haas VF22 car, you're going to notice that like I said it and I was too harsh with Haas. Maybe this is too good. You check the date when that episode was up and you check the date um when the tweets became positive about Haas. Okay? You compare the two dates and you know that I predicted it. I predicted this that if the engine is good, the Haas is going to stomp and Haas did stomp. This is absolutely what I uh, what I expected it to be and personally Ferrari engines are very overpowered this really is reminiscent of the 2018 season as well where Ferrari was really good they didn't win the world championship uh, as they should have or as they could have but yeah sure um, slip ups happen Sebastian actually crashed in one of the races i think it was germany i'm guessing um but it was again again one of those things that you know um you have to face you have to face certain things like that and red bull is a kind of you know getting a little overconfident i guess they should stop that but haas on the other hand i was right and wrong at the same time in my pace predictions episode i said that they are going to be ranking last they're good for nothing and they're just wankers in by the time the vf22 came out i realized my mistake i did not know this fact that they did not upgrade their car at all in 2021 and were racing their same 2022 car 2020 car sorry in 2021 so they were focused in all their resources in 22 and well the 22 car did perform really good and it is really fast to be very honest um and with that i would like to end this episode i want to also make an announcement that you know with the past week on 13th march Sunday there was no episode because well I was busy with putting up a website for all of you uh, I'm still working on finding a domain even though the entire website is ready and it's ready for uh, a new domain name I still don't have a domain name uh probably next week it's going to be done but until then I would say that it was uh, originally originally meant to be a official merchandise store but then i realized the podcast is too young for that so we are probably going to have merch sometime soon and we are probably also going to have a blog sometime soon okay a blog is coming and with these two big news i am going to sign off pretty much just like always sayonara